Hey everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Lyric Beatty, and this is Venus on Mars. I just wanted to give a big thank you to everyone that has been listening to the podcast so far. I really appreciate it. And it's just great to have all the support and love from everybody. I've gotten a lot of people saying they want to come on, and I'm really excited to have other people on the show. And hopefully I'll be able to expand the platform, thinking about maybe recording some of these on my camera as well, so we can get a little bit of a view of me uh, talking to you live in stereo. (laughs) But thank you guys. Uh, Really, I really appreciate it. So today, I just wanted to say that it's going to be a weird episode today. So recently, I've been into Five Nights at Freddy's. (laughs) And I know a lot of people probably see all those memes and stuff on TikTok about Vanessa. (laughs) That was my... That was my Freddy impression, and I think it was actually pretty good. So that is actually from Security Breach, the newest Five Nights at Freddy's game that I've been kind of obsessed with lately. The reason why I've been obsessed with it is because my friend, his name is Nick, and he sent me a video or something about Five Nights at Freddy's uh, Security Breach. I think it was like a a gameplay or something on TikTok, but I don't really remember. But he sent me that. And I watched it, and I was like, I have to watch this gameplay! I only have a Switch, so I don't even think that they have Security Breach on the Switch, but I do know they have some other Five Nights at Freddy's games, like the first one. I think they might have, like, Sister Location, stuff like that, but they don't have the, obviously, the VR one, and the newest one, Security Breach. So I I watched it. I know I've always kind of been a fan of Five Nights at Freddy's. I think I first started watching it when I was like I had a PewDiePie phase where I would just watch him play a bunch of games and occasionally I I go back to that and watch him play certain games a lot of them would just be like the scary games like uh, The Last of Us which isn't really super scary but there was that there was also one I'm completely blanking on the name now but you were like this person you had to go into like this hospital what? hospital i don't know what that was this hospital and you had a a video camera and you had to like record everything and i know there was like a second one called whistleblower and now i i can't even remember what the name of the game is but i used to watch that a lot and it was pretty creepy because my brother also played that game as well and i was like i want to watch the whole thing since i would only get like certain glances um while he was playing because we were both kind of (laughs) scared not gonna lie uh just watching and him playing the game too i think we were both a little nervous about it so yeah i I would watch that and it it was all pewdiepie and then I, i started getting into the five nights at freddy's pewdiepie phase and then i started watching security breach with markiplier another popular youtuber which I haven't really gotten into very much, but after this, I've pretty much been watching all of his Five Nights at Freddy's, all the security breach episodes that he put out. I've also been watching the Five Nights at Freddy's timeline. I'm actually just going to call it FNAF for now because I don't feel like saying Five Nights at Freddy's every time, and that's just what people say for short FNAF. So if you don't know what FNAF means, I'm telling you now, it is Five Nights at Freddy's. And that's the last reminder I will remind you guys of. So just remember that. Keep track of FNAF, Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay, anyway, 
So I've been recently super obsessed with that game and I really liked how Security Breach has like a nice free roaming area that you can go through the whole entire Fazbear building. I actually don't remember what it's called. <laughs> Whatever. Probably something Fazbear probably. So you can pretty much walk through the whole entire building which is really cool because the other games it was pretty much just you looked at the cameras, close the vents, turn on the lights, stuff like that. Repair things. You know, just how all the other games would be. But this one kind of made a whole world. It was so different. Very, very, very intriguing. You know, it wasn't really boring. And there were so many Easter eggs and stuff like that inside the games. Um, a lot of which I didn't really know. Because while I watched some of the Five Nights at Freddy's games, you know, occasionally I'd be like, okay, this is kind of boring. It's just like the same thing every night. With the occasional jump scare. But this one, it was it was so different. I, I I think I was probably more scared of Security Breach than any other FNAF game. So that was kind of crazy. And I really liked that. I just really liked the vibe. It was very, I don't even know. It was very cool. You could literally step into F Freddy and walk around as him. But then if you waited too long, he would kill you. It was very interesting. And then watching the timeline as well. It was like an hour video that I saw on, on YouTube. I forget the creator's name. But it was so interesting about how this whole entire thing was about. Like this guy, you know, trying to kill kids for fun with animatronics. And they would decommission them. And, and it was two guys actually doing it together. And one of them... God, guys, maybe I should have done research before... I started this podcast because now I'm, I'm blanking on everybody's name now on everybody's name on where the the pizza plex oh right the pizza plex that's what it was called <laughs> yes Fazbear the, the pizza plex that's what the building was called but the creators I'm blanking now and one of them is like really important because he pretty much like just loves to kill kids and his kids died which I'll actually let me go back so it's like two people kind of like created this game or not this game, this, uh, like, Chuck E. Cheese kind of vibe, uh, pizza place. Because who doesn't love pizza and animatronics, right? Singing to you. Everyone loves that. So that's what it was pretty much all about. And then, you know, one one day, one of the guys was like, let's let's kill the kids. And he, he made one of the animatronics, like, no, no, he, he actually killed, like, five kids. I'm pretty sure. If I'm not, if I'm getting this wrong, it's because... Like I said, I just watched the timeline. I didn't really watch, like, the whole thing. So, he killed five kids one day, and they were all, like, disappearing. And everybody was like, what's going on? And one of the the guy, like, they suspected that it was had something to do with uh, the Fazbear restaurant at the time. But just, this is uh, Five Nights at Freddy's 1. Yeah, for the original FNAF. So, yeah, it was pretty much like that. And I, I just, I didn't even know, you know, what was going, like, who would want to do that? And then instead of the guy killing all the kids, he was like, let's just make animatronics do it instead. And it was pretty much that guy's downfall because two of his three kids died by his own creation, by the animatronics. And one of them, one of the kids, the oldest, his name was Michael. You actually play as him in one of the FNAF games. One or two of the FNAF games. And, you know, you, you, one of them is called Baby Something. 
<sighs> guys i don't know i really should have done research i should have like remembered i'm really bad with names especially when it comes to like tv shows video games stuff like that unless you're like especially anime i i cannot remember anyone's name in anime but anyways any show or anything i'm just like i i couldn't tell you the name unless they're like the main character and you know like who that is or i'm watching it like right now right then but i haven't seen a video in a long time so i guess that's pretty much why i'm kind of blanking on names but it was baby something it could just be baby i don't know i definitely had like a longer name but that animatronic killed his daughter because she was you know she wanted to see that one and it was based off of the the daughter and so you're playing his mic and then it kind of like she talks to you stuff like that you literally die <laughs> you like as you're playing as mike he dies and then comes back to life to stop afton yeah i think that's his name afton i think that's the guy that made one of the creators of the fazbear restaurant so there's like a bunch of news and stuff everybody thinks that this guy did it there's just like it's it's so in depth i would have to give you a whole entire timeline for you to understand if you've never watched or played any of the fnaf games or really know much about them so i feel like it's kind of hard to explain it all but anyways that that's my 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 most recent obsession and i don't even know why it's just so interesting to me to think that like these games are centered around this whole thing and just even the little in-game mini games are connected to the whole entire story they have books about this too i haven't read any of the books i was actually just found out not too long ago that they had books but the fan base is so into five nights at freddy's it's insane you know they i'm pretty sure there was this like balloon kid and everybody thought like they saw a dog or something in there so like oh the, 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 the dog an animatronic dog next thing you know they're writing about an animatronic dog in the books that's how powerful this fan base is and it's unbelievable to me i truly think it's quite an interesting game you know just from like surviving five or six nights and just coming up with so much information out of that game to me it's it's literally insane there's so many different endings too you know there's bonuses stuff like that that you can unlock and i think it's crazy how you can make all that in such a short amount of time like in a small game and it's a pretty small franchise well at least it was when it started out and then it, it's gotten so much play now with all the uh the little memes on <laughs> tiktok with uh freddy they have sounds as well you can also do like you, you stand back and then you like you become like the sun character or freddy or the moon i think they have like pretty much everyone chica foxy everyone oh there is no i meant roxy there's no foxy foxy used to be there but he wasn't in that game for some reason who was the other guy oh monty 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 the alligator yeah that guy or crocodile i'm not sure what he is but yeah i genuinely think that security breach was probably one of the best by nights at freddy's games that i've personally watched and seems uh and seen so far 
but that's just me I think it's just because I just really like an open roam concept and games I do game just a little bit just a tiny bit not like super much but you know like I said I only have a switch now so I, I can't really play as many games as I'd like I want to get a ps5 but you know those things sell like crazy I don't even know how people are buying them either because I actually never know when they're in stock I, I also work at Target by the way I see people buying them all the time I mean last time we had like I don't know maybe like almost 50 ps5s in the back that had to be picked up for drive ups or in-store pickup I just thought it was insane I don't know when or how people know when it drops but I wish I could I could snag one because there's so many cool games like I wanna I wanna get the new spider-man when it comes out I don't think it's come out already uh, but I played the one on PlayStation my brother's PlayStation he's PlayStation 4 incredible game incredible like I've I've never played such an awesome game before. Like, I really love, you know, the swing. The swinging is really cool to me. You know, you can do all cool stuff. and I don't know. I just, it, it's almost like you are Spider-Man. And after even watching No Way Home, I was like, I want to do that. I want to be, I don't even care if it's like halfway the CGI or like stunt work. I would totally love to just swing in a harness and pretend that I'm actually swinging in real life that'd be insane I I would love to do that I was actually thinking maybe I should get fit so that when I finally become famous one day in in my acting career they'll be like oh we want to put you in this spider girl movie and I'd be like I'm gonna be Gwen Stacy Gwen Stacy, Spider Girl. Imagine me swinging around. And I was like, maybe I should learn. Oh, yeah. My New Year's resolution, one of them. Happy New Year, by the way. The New Year's resolution that I made, one of them, I told myself that I would learn how to do a backflip for the sole purpose that one day when Spider Girl comes out, I will be Gwen Stacy as Spider Girl. No, Spider Girl is Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy, Spider Girl. Same difference, vice versa. They're the same person anyway. I will do that. That would be me. And I wouldn't have to do, like, I wouldn't use as many stunt doubles because I would know how to do a backflip. I feel like the backflip is the most important trick for any Spider-Man person or Spider-Person doing a live action. Because it's, like, the coolest thing you can do. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, you just did a backflip. Yeah, I mean, I can do it on a trampoline, but it's not the same, you know? I'm going to be able to stick a backflip in real life. You know, maybe get the harness so I can go up even further on the backflip. Maybe do a couple backflips in a row, like maybe a triple backflip or something. I don't really know the terminology, so don't don't attack me for that. But, you know, that'd be so cool just to do that. That's probably like the, <laughs> the one thing I want to do. If not, you know, I could do like a bunch of action movies as well. But I just thought that'd be so cool. You know, there's no Spider-Girls, and I feel like we should have Spider-Girl. Plus, hello, crawling on stuff? What? That's crazy. That's insane. Who does not want to climb up a couple buildings or something, you know? You know how cool that'd be? Yeah, I would love to do that. You know, I've, I've seen, like, the behind-the-scenes for that. Um, which, which movie was it? I think it was for Homecoming? homecoming or 
far from home either one one of one of the behind the scenes was uh tom holland climbing up this the slant and it was supposed to represent one of the buildings I, I think it was homecoming i want i want to say it was homecoming because his love interest was the the one girl not zendaya yeah yeah so i think it was homecoming homecoming and i was like that's so cool to just like it's not even real like he's not it's not like straight it was on the slant so he would like be able to crawl up you know how cool that would be like i don't even care if i live like look silly or anything to me that's like the coolest thing ever to climb up a wall as a spider you know i think starting from toby mcguire's spider-man i think i've always kind of wanted to like do that and I remember as a kid, me and my brother, we both really liked the Spider-Mans, uh, all the Spider-Man movies. We would get, uh, <laughs> they had the, the silly string web shooters, you know, you just put your two fingers down and there was a button and you could shoot out the silly string. And we would play with that all the time. That was like our thing. We loved that. That and a couple of Power Ranger toys as well. We really liked Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think we had all the live action ones and then... I broke one of the DVDs one day, and my brother got really mad at me for that. But I, you know, I was just a kid. I didn't, I didn't mean to break it, you know. But that was also really something really fun that I would love to do. You know, <laughs> being in one of those suits, you know how cool that would be. Probably heavy and sweaty, one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle suits. But you know how cool you would look. You'd be like, "That's me on the screen." That's me, I'm Michelangelo, I'm Raphael, I'm blah blah, you know what I mean? I'm Leonardo. I forget the other guy's name. Yeah, see, I really only remember, like, Michelangelo, because he was my favorite. You know, Mikey, orange, orange, uh, bandana, not bandana, that's not what I meant to say. But, you know, the little wraps they had around their eyes, yeah, that was sick. That was my guy, I thought he was funny. Because he is, he literally is the funniest one. And he, he likes pizza. And he did the Booyakasha. Booyakasha. I'm pretty sure that was their slogan. Man, I'm really blanking on everything today. I don't know what it is, what's in the air or something. But I've been blanking on everything. You know, I, I don't remember anything from the Fazbear. <laughs> Fazbear. Five Nights at Freddy's. I don't remember anybody's name. I don't remember who died except for the kids. But they didn't really have names, you know. They were just like those kids that disappeared that anybody talks about. That, um, who else? I don't know. Probably a bunch of other things I just forgot. So, yeah. I don't really know where I was going with this. I was just trying to say that I was addicted to Five Nights at Freddy's. And I, I've been trying to watch, like, all of the games. I kind of want to play it. The only thing is, I'm just a little nervous that I'll get scared <laughs> is the only thing. But if, if I did play it, I'd probably want to stream it. But I don't know how I'll do that on a Switch. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll just play it for fun and have people around me. And they'll laugh at me screaming and crying. I don't know. I think it'd be interesting to to see and play for myself. Because I, I always would think when I'm watching it, oh, this isn't, like, scary anymore. But I feel like when you put yourself in the situation, playing the game, having the controller, having the control on the character, it's pretty scary. Uh, one time, me and my ex, we played, <laughs> we uh, we went to this VR thing, and, oh, it was a VR escape room, and it, let me tell you how bad that escape room was. We did not finish the game because 
I was freaking out. It was dark in there. I lost my flashlight, which really sucked. And I was like, well, we can't do this without the flashlight. <laughs> and I was trying to look for it. And the people would like turn on the lights in, inside the game so you could like see everything. And I'd be like, bro, I can't find the flashlight. So we just had candles the whole time. And there was this like huge guy that was like attacking us. And I was like, ah! Are you kidding me? Like, I, I was not expecting someone to come up and attack us. Like, I, I get it was dark. I was just expecting, like, a jump scare. But not someone, like, you actually got hurt when you were getting attacked by the guy. Not in real life, obviously. But inside the virtual world. And there was also this room. So scary. There were these, like, mannequins. I am not a fan of mannequins. I don't know when this, like, irrational fear of mannequins came to be in my life but I cannot mess with mannequins one time I went to this haunted house thing during uh the October season also with my ex and we went into this the haunted house and there was this one room and it was just nurses with like you know like the silent hill nurses then they have the uh the uh the wrap around their heads they were all mannequins right and I was like, I'm running, I'm running through this one. And it was, it was, it was like the strobe light things too. So it was kind of scary. I thought I was going to have a seizure one, a seizure from being so scared and also the strobe lights, but we made it through and they were all fake anyway. So it didn't really matter, but still, so there was a room like that. It's so much different when it's like not real life, but it kind of is. And you're standing there and you're just like, nope, nope, nope. Because every time you moved, like, the crosses in the back, on the back wall, they would get closer to you. And I was like, I asked the people, I was like, are these, are these things going to move? Because if so, I'm not, I'm not going back into that room and I'm not going to be fixing those crosses. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were nice enough to do the puzzle for us so we didn't have to do that. And we went upstairs and blah, blah, blah. It was just, it was super creepy and scary. I never want to do a haunted, anything haunted any sort of scary anything inside an escape room i also did one in uh in real life not like a vr one it was an actual room scared the crap out of me too the whole time i thought there was somebody gonna come out and then at the end they were like oh there was like a little voiceover thing and it was like i need someone here to stay with me and there was like a little cross space in the back of the room and then they were like you have to close yourself inside the closet and shut the door all the way i was like okay i'll go i'll i'll take the, i'll take you know the l for this one i did not go i almost peed my pants walking towards the the cross space i was like i can't do it i'm gonna pee myself and i asked my ex if they can do it so they walk in there they close the door i'm i'm unlocking the front door and i'm like ah we made it i'm getting out of here next thing you know they they come around the corner because when you closed it all the way there was a a little door in the back that would open up and you can come out the side so that's what happened we escaped that room but we did not escape the first one the vr one because i was petrified i was terrified but besides that I really like escape rooms too. Maybe one day I'll, I'll make a whole story about all the escape rooms that I've done because I have done a lot. I'm telling you a lot and I have a lot of funny stories about the escape rooms as well. But I think, you know, this episode is probably long enough and if you made it this far, thank you so much. I feel like I still have so much more to talk about, but I'm not going to talk your ear off this time. So I'll wait till another episode to talk to you guys. 
But thank you guys so much for listening. I have my socials and everything inside my bio thing, caption thing under my Spotify information section about the podcast. So if you'd like to follow me there, go on ahead. Everything is there. I believe my Instagram, Twitter maybe? I don't think my TikTok's on there. But that's that's for another time. I think I'll I'll leave that for later. But thank you guys so much. Um I'd love you guys could share this with your friends and yeah, I really just want to say thank you guys so much. I really love the support and everything and I'll come back to you guys soon with a new episode. Again, happy new year guys. And thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you guys next time.